Well, hello there. I'm doing a podcast. Did they tell you? It's just me talking. And it's because I'm enough. In fact, I'm too much. But if I'm too much, honey, go find less. Listen, I... (laughs) I'm doing this, and I'm really glad you're here. And we're back in the game! So, yeah, here we are. My name's Tiffany Stoker. I am a lot of things, and I live in New York City. I am a actress, a singer, a set designer. I worked in film, and I have worked on stage and off-Broadway. I have traveled, I have performed in Australia, I have performed in random regional theaters. Um, and I talk a lot about all of that. I model, I sing, I play guitar. And I'm real big on that. That's all over the place. Facebook, Instagram, everybody sees it. But you know what actually pays my bills and has paid for a lot of the time in New York City has been waiting tables. And I don't talk about it. Um, because Mainly because there's some shame <laughs> around it. Even though it's a really cool job. And it's just so fascinating how that um, affects it because it's like this resistance. And I just feel like so many people have a job or have something in their life that is um, just not what they want. It's not quite, uh, mm, uh, you know, it's just mm, not quite right. And that's valid. So valid. I think it's kind of what life is, right? So come on this journey with me. <laughs> I'm going to come home from work and instead of doing my self-destructive behavior, whatever that may look like, sometimes it's not. Sometimes I'm really good to myself, Gemini. You know, uh, we're going to chat because I I got a lot to say and I'll, I'll tell you some stories, see, and I'll use funny voices, see, and then sometimes I'll switch around and become Julie Andrews because, you know, why not? I'll keep it exciting, I'll keep it fresh, I'll keep it funky. I'm stupid and I think you'll like it. So, that's that. Point is, I've been a server in New York City for, well, I've been a server since I was 18 years old. And I'm 33 now, so do the math. And, uh, yeah, I... (laughs) It's amazing, really, because it's so abundantly beneficial to me. And it really takes care of me. Um, It's stressful, it's hectic, it's crazy, it gets busy. But, like, amazing things happen there. The magic we turn into people who don't know what they're doing sometimes, like... Honey, I was one of those. Well, that's not totally true. I was pretty good. But I've gotten even better at serving. And, you know, it's such a special thing, especially in New York City, especially in a tourist place. And this place is small where I work. The energy is wild. It's rampant. It's person after person after person. We are turning tables. We are bumping into each other. We are getting corners of the plates in the face. We are getting elbows in the boob. I am getting Sharpie on my arm because my chef likes to do that because why not? I am... It's crazy. Restaurant world is crazy. And I think stories are funny about it, whether you work in it or not. Because if I can bring it to you in a cinematic way, I think you'll enjoy it.
So I did work tonight. Cute little shift. Six to close. And it was all right. But you know what? What kind of hit me today? It's a big thing at our place is regulars. So this guy comes in and every time they come in and they remember our names. Maybe I don't always remember theirs, but I'll remember what they drank. I'll remember what they ordered. And it's just so interesting energetically, this exchange constantly back and forth and back and forth of all these people and having to show up over and over and over and over again. And it's so easy to say that it's all coming at you, right? Well, that's sure, and that's fine, and things do come your way, and things come into your life. But what happens when it is your job, and you have to do it every single day, where you literally have to turn this thing that maybe is an emotional energy exchange into work? And so now, (laughs) you have to be in charge. You have to show up and say, This is what it is and this is how it works. And not in an argumentative way. You have to work with the person who's in front of you. You have to absorb the individual energy with every person you meet and come in contact with. And sometimes, most of the time, (laughs) their energy is not going to match yours because they are a different human human. And how do you deal with that? (laughs) You don't. Just kidding. I do. We're going to talk about it. We are talking about it. I need some water. Okay, I got my water. I'm good. Um, I'm like, actually, I get, I'm getting nervous. And it's kind of funny. I have a podcast, what we're not recording currently, but Life Between Gigs that I did with Miss Aaliyah Bowles. Um, and that was fantastic. But we just, you know, so life takes over. Um, but we love you and we'll come back at some point. You know, we just, we're all doing our own thing. Um, but I've done this before. And yet there's so much vulnerability in talking about it. So, uh, yeah, I love this concept too much. I'm going to talk about it and I'm sure it's been talked about before and maybe I'm repeating, I'm going to repeat things that people have said, but everything we know is a culmination of what we've heard or read or, you know, somebody else's idea. Beg your pardon. Seltzer is a must. Ah, You know that little like, I just need a little down my throat. Oh, okay. Anyway. Too much or something. Too much. Have you ever been called too much? (laughs) I have. And it doesn't bother me anymore. In fact, I love it. I feel like when someone comes for me, it's a challenge. And not a challenge in like, I'm gonna fight you. But in terms of like a lesson. Like I'm a... A martyr. Just... (laughs) Ready to... Face the resistance within me and create peace and try to make it where do. But, like, I think I'm going to act a certain way. But in reality, I'm just quiet because I'm trying not to scream about, like, everything going on in my life. Not scream, but, like, you know, you just have, like, stuff going on and you just don't want to (laughs) talk. Yet here I am having a podcast talking nonstop. So... What are some of the things that we've heard about being too much? Because there's a world where it's like too much of nothing is just as tough. Spice Girls. 
<laughs> just kidding. Okay. Too much of anything is the beginning of a mess. That's Dorothy Draper. Um, but then there's always, if I'm too much, go find less. Then there's, if it feels like too much, it is too much. I mean, there's also the worlds of my weaknesses that I care too much. Or we think too much and feel too little. That's Charlie Chaplin. We've always got Mark Twain. Too much is just enough. Mark likes to be too much. Welcome to the club, Mark. You can be in our too much club. The cool thing about the too much club is (laughs) everybody is invited. Everybody is invited. You're welcome. I fall too fast. I crash too hard. I forgive too easily. I care too much. Hmm. I saw one around the world of, uh, in the world, what was it? Too much of anything is bad. But too much champagne is just right. (laughs) Okay. That's something we gotta talk about at some point, too. Drinking. Spirits. Spirituality. I have a lot of thoughts around that. What do you think too much is? Is that like someone literally looking at you and saying, this is too big for me. I can't handle this. I can't comprehend this. Is that what it is? Did you ever think about that? That when someone calls you too much, that they literally cannot encompass you. They can't contain you because you're not meant to be contained. So you are a mass ball of energy. And you exude light. Whether you know it or not. Well, you exude whatever you're putting out, I guess. <laughs> Hopefully it's light. Hopefully some light is mixed in there. Hmm. What do you do too much of? And do you actually do too much of that thing? Or is that just what you need? Go back and forth on this thing of, are we really... (laughs) Are we in a place where we're supposed to hold our ground and when does that happen? Versus always needing to improve, always needing to grow and better. And obviously it's both, right? That's always going to be my answer, by the way, just so you know. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. If you ask me a question, I'm going to say yes. If you say this or that, I'll say yes. Because it's both. Because it's everything. My big thing in life is, like, it's all-encompassing. Every single color, every single piece has to be considered before you can rule it out and say that's it man (laughs) because I know sometimes people feel like they want to give up I feel that seriously and that's okay to feel that it's what you do with that feeling One of my biggest things that's come up with resistance, whether it's the restaurant or just a person giving me issues or, you know, anything, heartbreak, 
losing something, losing something you love, losing a place you love, not seeing your family, um, not having enough money to do the things you want, or, or not seeing, you know, people you love, or not achieving the goal you want, like, that literally, it's so frustrating, guys, it has to happen so you can see the good, it's the yin and yang, and it's so annoying, because it's so real, and it just keeps showing up, doesn't it? My uh, dear, dear work wife, Shannon, and I were having a conversation about the pendulum swinging in life and how you'll have these wonderful, extreme, extravagant, energetic connections and amazing things happening and it seems like everything's going so well and then it's like something else happens in the time and whether you want to blame it on the moon or your period or mood swings or, you know, your wife's period or whatever... (laughs) It's just, does it have to swing back and forth so extremely, right? Or are we supposed to find equilibrium? Are we supposed to maintain balance? And then if you do that, do you miss out on the extremes of life? The the extremities, the extremes of life. Or do you only get to that equilibrium through experiencing the extremes? Oh, do you only get to the equilibrium? Yeah, I'll repeat it. Do you only get to the equilibrium by experiencing the extremes in life? The extreme good, the extreme good, the extreme bad, the extreme bad. So many times until you get sick of your own shit. Because you realize that you're the one swinging the pendulum. You are in control of it. And here I come full circle, my ADD ass is going to come right back, like I said that I would, in the restaurant, leading with my attitude of all of these people, hundreds of people in my face, one after the other, and how to lead with grace. Granted, let me tell you, okay, I'm an actress, I can put on a little bit of a face, but that doesn't serve me in the long run. When I fake it, It hurts later. But I'm still acting when I'm earnest because my acting is pulling from my raw, organic human experience and putting myself in that circumstance. Now, when I have to play a character that does extreme things, we're going to have to reconsider the approach. But a lot of my movement and what I like to do comes from finding a raw human place, an organic place that I've already experienced that is real and could be real with this person. And I play. And so I just have to go in playing like I love everybody. Even when they frustrate me, even when I think I have the right to, you know, treat them a certain way, like I don't know what they're going through. So back to speaking of extremes, right? Our swinging pendulum, being in control of our attitude, being in control of what is thrown our way, what does come at us, what happens to us, but also acknowledging that we play a part in that. And honestly, the biggest thing I resist, this job, (laughs) this job that is my means to an end, which actually has been um, helping me live for (laughs) most of my New York career. Don't get me wrong, I've gotten paid a pretty penny in film, but, uh, you know, 
Doesn't pay like that off-Broadway check. Oh, God. It can be rough. Okay, focus. That's not why we're here. Anybody know um, Pinky Patel? She's amazing. Anyway, focus. That's not why we're here. A new crown it is. I won't take her line. I just want to pay homage. Okay, great. It's done. Moving on! So remember the extremes. I don't know about you. Have you experienced extremes in your life? (laughs) Where things are going really, really great and then really, really bad all of a sudden. And like uh, when things are going really well, I don't know about you, but I have points where I'm like waiting for the, for the, was it for the shoe to drop? The other shoe to drop? (laughs) I just wait for some shit to hit the fan. So I can go, oh, look, see, meh. But lately I've been trying to embrace like the crappy things that happened to as a lesson and then therefore embracing it. Don't don't get me wrong, I don't do it. <laughs> but it is part of my my uh my theorized process. It it comes into play. I really got to calm myself down and like train my mind, but oof, that's life. But overall, you know, working at the restaurant, I have found that my attitude changes things. My energy changes the people around me. It changes my experience. And it's so cliche and it's so essential to remind yourself and remind other people. I truly believe that we are here to remind each other constantly. Like, why do we just forget our presence? (laughs) We just forget our power. Isn't that wild? Well, I'm here to remind you. Or it's that billboard. Or that thing you think is a sign. I really think is you actually trying to just pick yourself up. We all love to live in a suffering element, right? I'm resisting something. Oh, because it must be wrong. Because if it doesn't feel good and doesn't flow, then it must not be right. And while you should definitely pay attention to your body and the instincts it's telling you, I do believe that there's a fair amount of emotion that just needs to be soothed and like understood that it's temporary and it's going to go away and it's going to change and it's all wonderful and valid. However, it is not something to adapt your settings to, right? No big decisions, no major movements, no harsh promises or endearing promises, I guess, if you are just like so driven by the swing of it, like, are you able to just theorize about it and take a step back and take a breath back and look at it and consider other options and then just make the experience better for yourself? And is it better for you? What's better for you? Is it that it's soothing or that it's disruptive. Can disruption be the thing to break you out of maybe something that's unhelpful, a pattern that's unhelpful, a person that's toxic perhaps? Maybe the extreme things are the ones that push you and break you from it because it wasn't solid to begin with. That's always an interesting concept. We fear what? We fear the breakage of something or from someone or from something in our life. However, if it could crumble so easily, maybe the foundation wasn't so tightly bonded as we thought. And maybe things like resisting a job that's actually really good for us doesn't break. And you just get better and more abundant. 
and find deeper connections and reasons to exist and embrace it as part of a challenge that can teach you to grow while staying around. (laughs) Whereas some things are just meant to be let go. And you know what sucks the most about that? Is you have to be the one to decide. Even if it doesn't make any sense, you got to be the one to decide whether it needs to stay or go in your life. Whether you're going to embrace the bullshit going on in your life. Whether you're going to look at all the annoying things that are happening to you and just be like, enough. And you can't always do that. But this is your reminder that if you've been like kind of sunken for a little longer than you should have in your own mind, maybe it's time to get up. Maybe it's time to like, just go wash your face, girl. Maybe it's time to take the eye makeup off. Maybe it's time to go to the doctors and make that appointment. Maybe it's time to get your health insurance. Maybe it's time to like let somebody in. Maybe it's time to start your business. Maybe it's time to take out a loan and go do that big thing you want to do. Maybe it's time to buy a house. You know, like, the extremes can be scary, but the extremes teach us things. And what have I said? It's always both. So... I'm here for the rise and the fall and all in between with silly voices and deep reflections and reminders of things I have to remind myself daily so I don't freaking cry in a ball on the floor or drink myself into a stupor or smoke myself into a cloud and allow myself to be present for the extremes and the balance And, you know, you don't have to smile the whole time, but, like, try to laugh. (laughs) Because this shit's funny.